Blog Talk Radio. Radio show, great show for you guys tonight. Um, unfortunately, old school Eddie is not here tonight. Maybe he'll be calling in from his location somewhere in the world. We don't know where he is, but he might be calling in. Joining us tonight is a special guest speaker tonight. We have. I'll introduce him in a minute. But first of all, let's say hello to Michael T. Butch, a man who's very loyal, very faithful, never misses a show. Michael, say hello. I'd like to say hello to everybody, but I want to let everybody know, maybe I don't have a life. That's one of the reasons why I don't miss Wednesday. Uh, maybe it's because I got nothing to do on a Wednesday, a single man, all alone, by myself, and look forward, however, for this special event every Wednesday night to share the news, to share laughter, entertainment, and sometimes serious notes. And very heavy subjects, very puddle subjects, but it is part of our Romania, and we want to be in touch with everybody, and everybody to be in touch of the world we live in as of today. There you go. There you go. It's not that you know don't have a life. No, that's not true. You have a very, very entertaining, very, very heavy schedule, and we do appreciate you taking the time to come out to be with us. You're just dedicated and a very loyal employee. 
to the Blog Talk family. Uh, and if you don't show up, you know, I dock your pay, and that's how it works. Well, like I said, you know, you know me when it comes to money. I'm very serious. The, my nickname used to be Jack Benny, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, joining us live from Las Vegas, uh, we have a very special guest, Mr. Larry Marks, who's joining us here. Larry Marks, say hello to everybody. Well, first of all, I would like to tell everyone, God bless all the listeners. God bless your family, your children. I want to say a hello. And uh, let everyone know that our buddy Shelter, our buddy Michael, uh, our other buddy Eddie, they have been very loyal to this show. And believe it or not, it's been so been a blessing. Uh, there's a lot of you know news and a lot of stuff that goes on and a lot of very excellent topics that uh, the boys bring up. And uh, I'm glad uh, that you guys are allowing me to share with you guys tonight. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate this. It's an honor to have you here with us tonight. We are celebrating a very, very special show tonight, guys. Uh, not often do we get to do this, uh, and when we do, it's a it's a blessing. It's a very beautiful thing. I'm going to get into the story real quick. I'm going to explain to everybody what happened. Uh, a little girl by the name of Abigail is celebrating her one-year-old birthday today, and thank God for this, because no more than two week, ten days, two weeks ago, Basically, doctors gave up on her. Uh, they said that uh, she had a zoncalona she had cancer, spread through her whole body, and there was nothing they could do. They were trying experimental treatment, and they wasn't sure if it was going to work, and basically gave the family no hope. Well, the families proved, once again, that doctors are liars. Uh, this little girl uh, basically got the entire Romano race from coast to coast, from across the oceans, from across the seas, uh, basically all over the world. There was prayer services. There was church services in the United States. There was church services in Europe. And there were special prayers going on. Instagram was filled with special prayer requests for this little lady. And thank God, through the miracle of God, she is 98% cured. Okay, her her cancer is 98% curable. She is a living miracle. Uh, we're hoping to get someone from her family or one of the pastors from the church to call in tonight to give us a little more details on it. But today she is celebrating her first birthday, which is oh, the first man. of many. Okay. Well, God bless her. That's beautiful. We wish this little lady 100 plus years of health and happiness and everything her heart desires. Uh, it's one of the greatest blessings I think of, uh, we, we've seen in the last, I don't know, I'm going to say 20 years, 40 years, of 47 years for me. Guys, what do you guys got to say? Michael, take it well, away. Well, uh, first of all, God bless your show, Bush, by and Glee. It's her little birthday. What a sweet, sweet victory that our Lord gave us. Amen. Second of all, I'm not surprised. I'm not in shock whatsoever due to the fact that Amado Del, Amado Treches O Jesus, our God of gods, our King of kings, this ain't the first time I heard miracles or seen miracles that our God could do. And the glory goes to God. And to my understanding, 
I understood that her father was a pastor and a That's right. something. And the grandfather I, actually, was also into church. Shavali, this was a a reason that God planned it that way was for this child to be a living testament. And even the great Abraham, who had to test his faith, test his faith when God told Abraham to go, take your son, Isaac, and sacrifice for the love. And right now, there was a big battle in the test for this pasture. I don't know whose his name is, but it was a beautiful test of fate. And I'm pretty sure that the pastor and his wife was holding on to Jesus' garment. And it was the faith that healed that child, Abigail. And the faith of everybody who prayed, everybody, all the believers that stayed and prayed and fast. And it's, it's beautiful. I love it because I, I always proclaim a victory on our side, on the true believers of our Lord and Savior. So that's all I could say. Yay. Amen. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Lawrence? Um, yes, sir. Uh, you know, uh, I met this pastor. His name is Pastor Stevie. He, uh, he's from Seattle, Washington, I believe. Uh, we just had, not too long ago, a uh, three-day revival here in Las Vegas, Power Ministries, with Pastor Frankie, Pastor Leo. I mean, at, oh, here, every, you know, they have 13 pastors under this ministry, and every thir- and all 13 pastors were here. And I got a chance to meet Pastor Stevie. And the minute the man went home after the revival, I don't know, maybe four or five days later, they, they got this bad, they got this bad news. But, uh, you know, Michael, like you said, his faith, you know, and, 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 and if, as soon as Robert allows me to share a little something, his, his faith, you know, everyone's faith, the father, the parents, the mother, the believers, it's the faith that healed this little baby because so stutter. This is what God does. This is the kind of work God is in. God loves to heal his babies, loves to heal children. God is the same God like yesterday, today, and forevermore. He never changes. And depend on two, Michael, it didn't surprise me when we heard the good news because we know what kind of God we serve. We know what kind of powerful God he is. That is. So, uh, you know, and, 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 and God bless this pastor, and God bless Pastor Stevie and his family. And uh, I want to say happy birthday to baby Abigail. To God, to put so much and a hundred more. You know, to come with health and happiness. And, uh, you know, uh, a, a lot, guys, about Instagram, I want to say something. I know we hear a lot of things that go, that a lot of bad things about Instagram. But, you know, there's a lot of good things about it also. Uh, I'm going to go back uh, almost a year and a half ago. There was a baby named Baby Mia. And she became like the popularest girl on the Romania, on the which is a baby. And they had bad news about her also. And guess what? From coast to coast, from church to church, from, from, from everyone in the world, off of Instagram, off of people's house, there was constantly fasting and praying. And guess what? Thank you, Jesus, today. Got great reports. Uh, she's doing wonderful. And you know what? We know baby Abigail. We thank God ahead of time for what's to come for baby Abigail in the future. You know, because, because we know when we leave it in God's hands, God does something. He doesn't do it halfway. 
he does it all the way. He does it 100%. And, um, that's, you know, that's what I wanted to share. You know, it's about trust and faith. Well, you know what, Larry? I'm going to let you say what you got to say, but first... There's, I know there's a scripture you want to read to everybody. I'm going to play something for Baby Abigail. And as soon as we get done with this real quick song, Larry, I want you to, I want you to tell a little uh, Bible quote that you told me today, okay? So sure. give me a minute to play this. This is for Baby Abigail. God bless you, baby. We love you. And love God you, bless baby, you, like Abigail. I said, for a hundred, for a hundred and for a thousand plus more years, baby. So for your, this is for Abigail. Here we go, guys. birthday Abigail one more time so we got that now Larry I know there's something that you want to share with everybody so the floor is yours leave my children alone take it the floor is yours well first of all before we go when we share the word of God uh, Michael do us a favor if you could just open us up in prayer wisdom and knowledge of the whisper amen okay yeah, so whenever you're ready. Mughadad we come to you in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask you for forgiveness for anything that we did in the past and what we did now. Mughadad Mughadel, as you know, we're only of the flesh and have faith and believe. Believe in what you and what your son and the Holy Ghost has done for us, Father God. We thank you, Mughadad Mughadil. We thank you with all our hearts that you sent your only Son onto this earth where we live on and sent him, Mughadad Mughadil, not in a body booky way that you could have, but sent him as a poor little baby child into a manger in a stable, where animals were. Dinavis body masca, and that we should reflect and understand that we shouldn't be body masca, whether we're pastors, choir directors, ushers, or think that we're better than other Christians or non Christians. We thank you because Yoroshav came humble into this world and set an example for all believers on this earth to be humble and not judge and think we're better than anybody. Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus because your son came on that cross for our sins, our salvations. A chance who believes that he rose on the third day, which he did, and became mightier than mightier. Not only did he die for our sins, 
not only did he for our salvation, but gave us hope, hope as a second chance in life. He resembles hope of a second chance in life. From the very first time God created Adam, you created Adam, and then mankind didn't do what your likings were to sin. You sent your son back to give us a second chance, which once again, as believers, not to judge nobody, everybody deserves a second chance in life, Father God, and that's one of the, another point that you made through your son, Jesus. He is also the healer through faith. And we thank you, Mugodad Mugodel, for the faith that we got. We thank you for the knowledge that we got through the Holy Spirit. And we ask you in the name of Jesus, Father God, to guide us, direct us. And once again, Mugodad Mugodel, we thank you for baby Abigail, but we want to thank you for every child because every child shouldn't go through what with sickness, every child is a precious, beautiful thing of a miracle of life that you bring. So we, for everybody's children who's listening, for everybody to live that beautiful life and that healthy life in every child, because the children of today is the future of humanity for tomorrow. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Uh, guys, uh, I'm going to be, the Lord put upon my heart, and uh, I want to share two stories that's in the Bible. And I'm going to not read it, because uh, I'm not going to read it for the Bible, because why it's so long, but I'm going to tell you guys what verse it is. It's in the book of Mark, chapter 5, and it's from verse 21 down to 43. And it's a story about Jairus. Jairus came and asked Jesus to heal his daughter because his daughter died. You know, and then when Jairus approached Jesus, Jesus just crossed the lake, and a large crowd approached Jesus. And this gentleman named Jairus, he was a synagogue leader, okay? And and what that means is that he knew the law. He was a teacher of the law. He knew the Old Testament. But when he approached Jesus, he said to him, Can you... Heal my, come and put your hand on my daughter and heal her because my daughter, uh, some Bibles are, some Bible verses say that she died, that, you know, that he says that my daughter died or my daughter is going to die. So when Jesus woke up, he said, let's go. And we're going to go and, you know, let's go to your house and uh, let's go do what we got to do. And now as he was going, there was this large crowd and there was another woman that was there that was suffering from an issue of bleeding for 12 years and there were so many people there she said if I can just touch the hem of his garment now we all know what a hem is uh, if someone ever needs to go to the altar and have their pants hem that is just like, like a cuff if I can just touch the hem of his garment she goes and says I know I will be healed she didn't say Maybe I'll be healed, or if I could just touch the hem of a garment, maybe, you know, uh, maybe, or I think. No, she said, I know I will be healed. So basically, uh, basically, uh, Robert, Michael, now a a large crowd tells me, and the Bible says that she basically done what she had to do. She actually crawled, and she got the chance to touch the hem of the garment. 
And then the minute that she touched the hem of the garment, Jesus stopped and he said, I felt such power gone, you know, I felt such power gone from me. Who touched me? His disciples go and say, look at all these people. And you're asking us who touched you? No, you don't understand. I felt power leave me. So then Jesus found her and she was fearless. She was trembling and she was on her knees. And then Jesus goes and tells her, your, it, it, it was your faith that healed you. Her was if I could just do what I and if I could just get to the garment and touch the hem. Now there's a long, there's a there's another study about the garment, you know, and and one day hopefully we can share it. But you know, uh, it, it, it's not the clothes that touched him, uh, that healed him. It was her faith. If I can, it was her faith. It was her chino. It was her. Listen, I'm not gonna not gonna give up until I know, because I know I know what he can do. This and you know her faith is it. Her faith is what healed her. But now remember, Jairus was there. Okay, I believe that Jairus seen this and this built his faith even stronger. So after he healed her, he went and they went on the journey to this town where Jairus was, where the synagogue was. As they got so far, people from Jairus' town approached Jairus, the disciples, and Jesus. And they told Jairus, why are you bothering the teacher? Your daughter is already dead. Jesus stopped and whispered in Jairus' ear and told him, I'll catch this, he told him, trust and believe. That's all he told him, just trust and believe. So when they got to the house, uh, Jair, uh, Jesus allowed only three of his disciples to enter the house with him. And why he said this? Because he said, I want only the believers now, remember, there's 12 disciples there, but Jesus only allowed three. So it shows us that maybe these other nine disciples, they had some other issues. Maybe their trust wasn't that strong. Maybe their faith wasn't that strong as of yet. But he allowed these three. I believe it was uh, John, Peter, and, and, and it could have been Matthew. And Jesus and the disciples, the mother and father, walked in the house. There were professional mourners, the Bible says. These professional mourners... Uh, they, they, they were there just to, to chant, to cry, to do. When Jesus walks in the house, Robert, he says, What are you doing? All you are doing is making nothing but noise. Get out. Jesus threw them all out of the house. Only the father, the mother, and the, Jesus and the three disciples. So Jesus goes and whispers at the girl's ear, and he says a word, and, and I believe it's in Hebrew. He says, Talitha kum, which means little girl rise. And that little girl rose. Okay, now we got to remember something, guys. When Jesus, when, when Jairus approached Jesus, you don't know how far from the area where they were from the start until Jairus' house. But it took a long walk, Okay. I heard some people say it was a two, three-day walk. Some people said it could have been a one-day walk, uh, walk. But it was, a, it was a long journey. But he whispered in her ear. And actually, they also say that she was wrapped in sackcloth. Because that's what they used to do. When someone passes away, 
they would wrap the baby in the sad cloth. And and when Jesus preached or whispered in her ear, he said, Talitha kum, wake up, little girl. Rise, little girl. And then when she rose, Jesus said, feed her. Now, guys, what, what the moral of this story is that the Lord put upon my heart, these people, Pastor Stevie, his family, had a big revival. They were, I don't know how far Seattle's from Las Vegas, Barochino, Bershlet, four or five days, they go back, they had a beautiful revival, they come back, they hear this bad news. You know, probably anybody else, uh, if it was, they probably would have said, yo, what we do now, come on, they But I've been watching the videos, I talked to my brother, Pastor Stevie from Arizona, I talked to Pastor Leo. These people had such great faith and such strong their faith. And guess what, God, uh, guys? Very big miracle. A very beautiful miracle happened to the baby Abigail. Amen. I, Amen. I, 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 I think Pastor Stevie said, and I'll just watch my I think Pastor Stevie said, or, or the father of the little girl said that maybe one or two treatments she needs, and that 99 or 98% she is fine. Guess what? There is no 99. There is no 98. It's 100% she's fine. So I, I want to thank and would give God the glory for that. You know, I, I, you know the scripture that you shared, Larry, is a very important scripture. But some people might think, well, is it because I have not that much faith that God doesn't favor me? But do you mind if I break down something that I really want to explain to people about faith, what it does. I'm just going to give you a little example because it's not about God. Well, Michael prays with faith more than Larry. So no, let's no, give him a miracle. Or Robert prays. You know, it's not about that, Shavali. I'm going to just break this down very, very easy so you understand, for people understand. You see, God can't go Amar Odell, without gas. But it's not gas, it's energy. It's all about the energy. Like when Jesus, like you said earlier, when the lady came to the crowd, Jesus was amazed by ye, who touched me like that? But many people touched you. But no, like that. You see, he felt the energy through the woman's fate, this strong, crazy energy that the energy built up within him that he could pour it right back out. It's not like, well, you didn't pray good enough for me and you did it with less faith, so I'm not going to do this miracle for you. No. The, the whole secret about the energy, when you pray with your heart and your tears, Odell, he feels it. God feels it because you got, i got to tell you something. Like we feel our children, Ganasul Emila. When you know, like for instance, my granddaughter, she went to Timmins right now, and she needs her little kitten. And the kitten had to stay because they couldn't put it on the bus. But guess what? I'm going to take the plane there and give her that kitten because I don't want to see my grandchild crying for her kitten. You understand? Because Mogomila, sir. Well. This is the Mila God has when he hears that little tears and they can't breathe. And the only thing they could come up with is this prayer. And then God gets this energy 
built of this strength and all that, and he pours it out in you, the blessings, because it's really you that he's going through that energy to pour the blessings back onto that person. And that's what faith's about. Right. 100%. And prayer. 100%. Uh, you know what, Robert? I just, uh, Pastor Leo just called me, and I just texted him the phone number again. Hopefully he'll come on. So uh, pay attention if you see his number. Uh, I want to read something else, uh, the, something what you're talking about, uh, uh, Mike, if that's okay, Rob. If we have go a right ahead, Larry. Go ahead before I go to a song. Go ahead. We're going to go into the book of Matthew, guys, chapter 8, verse 5. And it talks about the centurion soldier. Okay. And look what faith does. Look how powerful faith is. And it starts off in verse 5. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, which is a city, a centurion came to him. Now, centurion was, he was a centurion soldier. He was a high-ranked soldier. Not just what he called, like he had, he had authority, this, this type of centurion soldier. So this uh, so the centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Verse 7, Jesus says, Jesus says, said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. But just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell one go, and that and, and he goes, and that one comes, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. And I think Jesus himself was amazed. And said to those following him, "Truly, I tell, truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith." Now, watch this. He's telling his disciples. Now, now, uh, I, I actually jumped a little bit, and I, what I want everyone to understand is when the Bible talks about someone, you know, like when Jesus many times he was in the valley or he was on the mountain and he's standing up and he's preaching. Well, that means he's preaching. But when Jesus, <laughs> excuse me, when Jesus is sitting down, that means he's teaching. So at, before the centurion came, Jesus was sitting down with his disciples and, and his followers, and he was teaching them. Uh, you know, I kind of wonder what he was teaching them, because when, he, when, when Jesus said that he was amazed, and he turns to his followers, and he says, I have not found the... I have not found this. This is the greatest, not one of the greatest, or the great. He said, "This is the greatest faith I see all throughout Israel." Now, this centurion never followed Jesus. This centurion only heard about him. Uh, he was still under the Roman Catholic law. You know, he, you know, he he had power and he had people was over him power, but through faith he knew where to come. And Father, it's about faith. Guys, when we pray, when we come in prayer for ourselves or for our family or for someone that we hear about, we cannot pray with fear. We cannot pray with doubt. We have to pray in trust. We have to trust, Michael. And we have to believe when we pray because, you know, uh, uh, I, heard, I heard a pastor say one time, 
Paul and the, and, uh, and, and, and the disciples in the Bible, when they would, after the resurrection of Christ, when they would pray for someone, they would never ask the Lord, Lord, give me the strength. Lord, our Lord, can you heal them? No, they would say, Lord, heal them. Or you are healed in the name of the Lord. Or you are healed in Jesus' name. Us as believers, we have to understand. We have to trust. And we have to believe. When we pray, it's, that prayer is going to be answered. Sometimes it may not be answered the way we expect it to be. But let me tell you, our ways are not God's ways. Okay, God's ways are perfect. Okay, when it comes to him doing his thing. That is, uh, so, you know, guys, again, faith is a very strong thing. And we need more of it. And, and there's a way that that. We are, and there's a way that our faith can increase by how by hearing testimonies by hearing uh, by, by, by hearing miracles by going to church by reading the Bible by, by asking God for his wisdom and his knowledge and just paying attention to him our faith grows so again I just you know I don't want to take much time on that but you know reason why the Lord put that upon my heart I know Pastor Stevie and his family went through a very scary thing. And it was okay to, to to be scared, but you know they took, but they stand their ground, and they said, you know what? No, no, I know my God, I know my God's going to heal this little baby, and they already accepted it and they claimed it. So glory to God, guys, and, and God bless them. Amen. You know what, guys? I'm going to go to a song real fast, dedicated to baby Abigail and to her family. And we come back, we're going to go to some calls, take some people's calls. And, guys, when I bring you on, first thing I want to hear from all you guys is happy birthday, Abigail. And then we'll get into conversation. So, guys, we're back in a few minutes. Uh, enjoy the song. Uh, you listen to K-Show, Gypsy, Show, Gypsy Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
Robert. Amen. Amazing Amen. song, Robert. I just want to share something real quick about that song. Uh, you know, there's a word, you know, the words where they say, I am your God, your healer. And where he says, I sent my word to heal your disease. Do you, do you know what God, you know what that's, what that, what, what that's saying? That's all biblically. God says that I manifested my word in the flesh. And, the, and that flesh was Jesus Christ. And when Jesus Christ came, he came with the word. Wow, amazing. And you know what? The first time I heard that song was when I went, well, I heard it before, but the first time I felt it and tears rolling down my eyes is when I went to see Benny Hinn. And that song stayed in my mind for a good three months and just kept on playing. And it was, it so touched me because those words, I could heal you. I will heal your disease. I am your Lord, your Savior. That's exactly what Jesus represent. One hundred percent. When He came on this world, and He right. just healed the blind, right. woke up the dead, healed the girl, the little children, made people walk. That's exactly why He was put onto this earth. He was the testimony of God's power. He was that you see you said something Larry earlier about when people got to go through testimonies for our faith to get stronger. Well, at that moment when he was onto this earth and he roamed the world, he was the living testament. One hundred percent. And that's why they call it the New Testament today in the Bible. One hundred percent, Mike. And I'll watch this. When Christ resurrected, went to the Father. He left us what? Not as orphans, but he left us the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit lives in us. And now I, I I encourage everyone tomorrow's Thursday, a lot of churches have Thursday service. I encourage encourage everyone to go Sunday in church. Give me a testimony. You know, we need to hear testimonies because why it's going to uplift someone. I guarantee you it will. And, and and there's not enough testimonies being shared. So I encourage everyone Guys, everyone has a testimony, whether if it was 20 years ago or whether it was yesterday. We need to hear, we, we all need to hear someone else's testimony. We need to share our testimony, you know, and it, it, it makes our faith stronger. It builds our faith. Amen. Very nicely said, Larry. Very nicely said. And back to the topic of tonight's show. Again, this show is being dedicated to baby Abigail, to her family, and I believe they're from Seattle. Uh, again, happy birthday to this little lady. Uh, God bless you with a hundred thousand plus more birthdays. Uh, wishing you nothing but all the best of health, happiness for baby Abigail, her family, and f- you know what? For everybody, for all the homania, we got a lot, a lot of other things to get to. We're going to get to a little bit later in the show, but as for now, it's a very happy time. It's a very uplifting time. So let's go to some phone calls right now. Let's go to a 323-497. I believe that's Danny Marks. I think that's who it is. 323, you're on. Hi, guys. It's a funny thing you guys are talking about giving testimony. Well, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to give my testimony. If you don't mind, before you get to your testimony... You giving us a testimony, Danny, and especially a man who I know has faith, and big faith, so definitely give us a beautiful 
But before you get into that, I need you to wish a happy birthday to baby Abigail. Okay, happy birthday, baby Abigail. Amen. Amen, Danny. Okay. Go ahead. Now, five, six, seven, eight days ago, whatever it was, my nephew was going to a restaurant called Chris and Pitts. Know it? I know it, yes. I know where you're going with this story. Go ahead. Okay. Just so happens at the very same time, the very same restaurant he's going to, there's a card game going on, and it's on the news. Police chase. The Dodger hijacked the car, crashed the car into another car, stole another car, crashed that car right in front of the very same place that my nephew is taking his wife out to dinner. Very same restaurant. The Dodger gets out of the car, goes into the restaurant, fires five, six, seven shots, whatever. Then the Dodger go in there. No one was hurt, but they did but while this is going on, the boy is on his way to the restaurant. He's telling his wife, you know what? Let's not even not go. You're not going to like the food. Just forget about it. It was just minutes before they were going to enter that restaurant, and God intervened and changed sure their mind for them not to go into that restaurant. And you guys don't have to take my word for it. It was on the news. i seen it on the news. <laughs> So, glory go to God in Jesus' name. You know, Danny, it's amazing. It's amazing, Danny, how God works, right? Yes, yes. We can never never figure it out, how God works. His ways are not our ways. That's right. I thank the Lord for putting a hedge of protection on my family. Amen. 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 Glory to God for that. God is great. God is wonderful. And... Glory go to God. I can't give him enough praise, honor, and glory for what he did. You know, we could never pay him back for what he does for us, for what he already did, for what he's already going to do in the future. We could never pay for that. But, however, and what was we should try. Danny, what happened? He changed his mind at the last minute and he went to another restaurant? or? Yeah, they never went. They just, they just didn't go. They just didn't go. Oh. But that was the Lord intervening. Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Only God. Yes. Only God. Yes, yes, yes. It's a testimony to the power of the Lord. Amen, brother. Amen. So I just wanted to share that with everybody. So everybody just give praise, honor, and glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen to that. How you been, Danny? How's everything? I am fine. Everything is good. The family is great. And, well, I'm glad uh, to hear that. I have we, nothing to complain about. We haven't heard from you for a while. You haven't. We was off last week. I want to apologize to everybody for taking our uh, time off last week. But uh, let me see what what excuse can I make? I can't make an excuse. I got home too late. I just got home too late, and that's why we did, we wasn't on <laughs> well, last week. And I apologize. I happen, to, I happen to know the real story because the rocket man <laughs> told me, but I won't say a word. That's, with me. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. No, actually, <laughs> I believe we were at the hospital when Larry's daughter was in the hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rocket man told me all about it. 
Yeah, so thank God she's doing much better. Glory to God for that. How is the girl? How is the girl? She's doing Larry, you want to take that? Yeah, yeah, my yeah, my daughter's doing great. Uh, she was in a. Well, right. actually, we had a we had a kind of hard week. Uh, well, hard ten days. I uh, I was in the hospital, and I had like a, it was a three hour surgery. And you know, I'm gonna give my testimony. The doctor go for it, Larry. He didn't know if it was uh, I have a I had a tumor in my throat, and it was about the size of a little bit bigger than maybe a I don't know, a little bigger than a golf ball. And uh, they, you know, doctor says they're pretty sure that's cancer, but. You know, they said it needs to come out. So, and then they'll take a test, uh, they'll take a, a biopsy when it comes out. So, my up was, I mean, they, it was a three-hour surgery. Before the surgery, they're telling me what they got to do, put me on a respirator, uh, paralyze my whole body so the respirator can breathe for me 100%. Uh, why does it got to be like that? Well, that's the way it's got to be. It's, you know, Mr. Marcher, very touchy surgery. My up was, they done what they done. Um, they removed the tumor. Glory to God, the results came back. It took a biopsy. There was no cancer at all. You know, all right. uh, I kind of look a little bit like the elephant, man. I'm still a little swollen, but you know what? I'll take that. You <laughs> know what? You sound good. Thank God. You sound good. Yeah, sound so, good. you know, uh, and then my daughter was in the hospital, but she's okay, so everything's fine. You know, thank you, Jesus. All right. Glory, glory to God and Jesus. Amen. So it was, uh, like I said, it was a rough week on uh, Larry's, but you know what? It's a better week. To, it's a better week this week. You know, Amen. the Bible says, Robert. The Bible says, pain comes at night, but joy will come in the morning. In the so, morning, you know, Amen. So whatever we went through today, and we now we're at home at night, and after we're done at the radio, we're going to think about probably everything what we went through today, and whether if it was hard or bad. But guess what? Remember, joy come, joy is coming in the morning. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. So again, I would like to one more time uh, before we get into uh, the second topic of tonight's show. Uh, oh, I want to say uh, be late, a late happy birthday to a good friend of mine, Miss Robert Adams, who celebrated a birthday a few days ago back here in Las Vegas, and we had the pleasure of being with them at Ellis Island at a karaoke bar. I had a hangover that lasted two days for some reason. I'm back to normal now. Uh, we had a very nice time. It was a beautiful time, and I want to thank him and his family for allowing me and my family to share in his birthday. We had a great time. Uh, okay. So, well, I would Mr. Like Adams, if you're listening, no, Robert, I said happy birthday, and you, Chris said it was okay for him to celebrate his birthday. I want to say happy birthday, happy <laughs> birthday, Robert Adams, 27 or 28 years old. I'm not too sure. I show Bush my English. Happy birthday, Robert Adams, my buddy. Yeah, happy birthday to Mr. Robert Adams. All the best of health, happiness. God bless him and his family. His mom, his dad, his grandchildren, everybody. Uh, like I said again, one more time, happy birthday, buddy. It was a, it was a pleasure, a lot of fun. So oh, I know he's on the line. That was just a joke where I said, Chris said it's okay for him to celebrate his birthday. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys, we're going to switch over right now. Uh, again, we're going to switch into a different topic right now. A uh, little heavy topic, little heavy situation going on in the Homania right now. Uh, first, we celebrated life, and we're happy. Like I said, I'll say it again, we're very happy for the outcome for baby Abigail. God bless her uh, and her family for all, all of time. 
God bless about everything. But we do have a, another issue going on in Romania right now. Some, you know what, Larry? I'm gonna let you explain that one because it's a little heavy, a little hard right now. Why do I gotta explain? Okay, I'm just joking. I'll explain it. Uh, well, what I believe what Robert's talking about, I'm pretty sure it went from coast to coast. And though Amado Prado with Jonathan, we heard he um, he passed away in Los Angeles. It's a very touchy situation. And I'm pretty sure home all over the United States are sitting down and thinking, how can we put a stop to this? You know, first, number one, most I thought the first first take involved. But, you know, uh, sometimes people take things in their own hands. And, and, it's why, and when they do that, bad, bad, the outcome becomes bad. Yeah, this, you know, and I want to keep this family in prayer. Whoever's out there listening, whoever's on the radio show, he's got a wife, and he has two little girls. I believe a girl, but he has two little babies. Uh, there's and, two little babies. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's both boy or girl, but they're two little babies. One is pretty, I don't know, I'm thinking maybe five, six months old. That's about all, maybe even younger. And the total del, let's go peace. The total del, let's go comfort. I did a chilling, I did a chilling in Odell, because now these little babies have to grow old, old and, and grow up, be Dadesco, because of something horrible, something, I'm going to say crazy, you know, because Trump is, and we all know the story, and, you know, me, Robert, and Michael, a few of the boys, we were thinking, what is, there's got to be a way, so, so the office and the Romania are just, uh, there's got to be you know, a way this can come to a stop, Rob, you know? Let me take over for a second. What we're trying to get right, to right. is a lot of strange things going on in Romania right now. A young 19-year-old boy was killed tragically. Okay, he was basically murdered execution style. Okay, which in my 47 years on this earth, that's the first I've ever heard of this in Romania. Okay, he wasn't killed by a gang of color, a gang of... Gang colors, okay. Let's put it that way. It wasn't an accidental thing. It was. Uh, it was done purposely. Uh, it was done for no apparent, no apparent good reason whatsoever. Okay, and like we said, we have a nine, eighteen to twenty-year-old widow, which is not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to happen in any race, any visa, anywhere in the world. That's not supposed to happen. Uh, two babies growing up without a father, horrible situation. Uh, a mother lost a child. A mother actually has to bury a child at 19 years old. Unthought of, unheard of. Uh, we have some other situations going on. In yes. Phoenix, I think it was, there was another boy that got shot in the stomach. Another, I don't know, 18, 20-year-old again, Larry? Yeah, that's about all. Maybe 18, maybe 21-year-old. Jeleka Romengo Cher in Caldeo, Estarizarde de Marempes. And then the Trajo, they are not going to mention names or anything, but the Trajo Liapuska, he got took out a 44 Magnum, I believe, and he shot one of the boys right in the stomach. And the boy was critical. I mean, the doctors even gave up on him. They'd done emergency, emergency surgeries, and you know, glory to God that he's alive. Okay, that he's alive now, and I guess he's still in the process of healing, Father. 
but you know, and, and this is what we heard in Phoenix. Uh, again, I'm going to jump to another story that happened maybe a week, ten days ago. Robert, me and you were on the conference line when we heard this with other women. Yes, you were. Uh, there was another issue. Now, what is going about? I'm not going to mention no names, but one home called this Chaho. Hey, I have a 1963 Corvette Stingray split window, and uh, you can buy the car for nine thousand dollars. And yeah, okay, we'll probably now anybody who hears about that car, they're going to jump to it. Probably right. like, okay, fine, fine. Where's the car at? Now, apparently, this boy had some trouble with some people week, maybe two, three days before. And uh, so when the home gives him the address, I remind you, this is a home that's 40, 40, 45 years old. And when he gave him the address to this, to this warehouse, where supposedly the car was, five trucks were waiting there, beat a boy almost to death. Oh, my God, it was a setup. And this happened in Los Angeles, California. Okay, I and, didn't hear anything uh, about it. Guys, this is... And I'll tell you He's what's causing all this. I'll tell you what's causing all this is... Boyfriend and girlfriend are either called Yaswato Polisha Womyasa or Sardawari Kun Polisha You know, it's, it's, this is all what it's about. I got this. Guys, and I hate to interrupt. The only, the only way it could be stopped is the Oma has to talk to their children. They have to teach them right from wrong. You can't raise children and not talk to them and attempt to teach them right from wrong. This is why these things happen. Okay. I if the children that. don't uh, know any better, they're not going to act any different. Danny, uh, I, I I know Robert. The boy had a, a few shows about upbringing children in the world and how you raise your children. I and we all agree with you. But you know, but I have to say, guys. Uh, okay, what type of justice now on the Romania? What type of justice is, jo- is Jonathan's family going to receive? None. There is no justice. There's, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing that, that, that can pay for what happened. Nothing at no, all. Can, only thing can that, I ask? Only thing that, the, well, the only thing we can pray for that could happen is God's peace and comfort to be a part Amen. of family. Amen. Amen. Glory, glory to God. Yes. Can I ask a question? Because I heard a lot of different stories about that particular situation. Now, I don't want to mention names. I'm pretty sure I know who did what. But I heard right. and he accidentally ran over his brother with the, the wheel of a truck or whatever. Is there any right. truth to that? Was well, there I'll tell you, what, what I heard, Danny, was this. And it's a pretty true story. Uh, what happened was, uh, he Found uh-huh. out because one travel was talking to the trolley. So Dredate Mardepis, the fight yeah. started at a woman's house, then it ended up in a parking lot. And that travel Jonathan was there, but that travel Jonathan was friends with the boy also, like, I guess, Delo Swato, the uh-huh. So Jonathan, after the boy hit that other travel, Jonathan went to go see if the boy's okay because the travel was on the ground. So probably the guy that was driving the, the truck or the car, whatever it was, and he hit the boy the second time, and then when he swerved not to hit a parked car, he hit Jonathan. And it was, that was a bad mistake. But, you know, it, it, he was there. And stopped. He never should have gotten the car and run over anybody in the first place. Exactly. Here's what I think should happen. The mother of the children should be blackballed. Because she was the one who put them up to it. 
you know, Danny, what I believe about black ball, uh, you know what, my friend, uh, and uh, I want to shoot this one from the hip, a black ball in this situation, speak number one, Odell, Odell, Odell you know, God's going to make his decision no matter what. And whatever God's decision is going to be, it's going to be, uh, you know what, that will me, that him, whoever done this, that's, well, that's, that's, why, that's yeah. why I suggest that to begin with, you know. Well, this black ball, you know, I'm going to say the truth. This black ball stuff is really not working anymore. It's not. Well, no. again, that should be up to the compañía to uphold it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, you I know. agree. Do you think a black ball, the punishment that, that all these accomplices, all the other little guys that were involved in this situation, because I'm sure... Uh, they're looking at a stiff penalty. Do you think no, the black ball? No, no, it, it's not severe enough. But what what else can we do? Well, I it's think not look at it. let's look at it, Robert, uh, Danny, Michael, Dick, and the, and the Lumia. Number one, we're pretty sure see the Pandado what it was. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. From what I understand, Pandado got tapes. It's big investigation. In Immobilia. I heard uh, there's there a twenty thousand dollar reward. I know that I didn't hear. That, that, you know, that I did not hear. But, uh, you know, they're going to, either way, they're going to be judged, number one, by God. How God judges them, that's God, that's between God and them. That's between number God two, and them. Yeah, number two, I'm pretty sure she's the Pandadon because it's a murder case here. Yep. And number yep. three, I'm not personally going to want my family to be around nowhere around these people. Okay? Oh, because of why? course, of course. You know, so, uh, black ball, you know, like I said, um, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm saying. That's going to be out there automatically without them, you know, because, you know, how would they even show themselves in front of them, in front of people anymore? I, I, I wouldn't know how. I got this. Well, here, here's my thought. That little girl is still single. They're going to try to pedal her off somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? This is why I say blackball. Yeah. Well, hold on, guys. Let's go to another call right now. Let's go to a call from Los Angeles, a 213 area code. Let's bring this person on, see what they got to say about the situation. Can you hear me? 213, you're on. Can you hear me? Yeah, can hear you fine. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you the truth, what I think. It's a tragedy for everybody involved. Exactly. Mistakes do happen. Mistakes do happen. I think someone should have been more responsible for their action. But the truth of the matter is, a mother lost a son, someone lost a kid, someone lost his brother. It's a tragedy. And uh, what could be what could be learned from this? Violence is not the solution. And no. you got to learn how to talk things up. But Romania, yeah. you know, they they're too hot headed. They're too quick tempered. They have short fuses. They don't know how to negotiate peace. They're very dramatic people. No, I will agree so, with you to an extent on something. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm a old school, just like everybody else in this line, Michael, uh, Larry, Danny. We grew up old school. We grew up mafia style. All right? But not in the killing sense, in the dressing sense. We want to dress like the gangsters, the suits, the ties. Hey, not enough. You know, not enough. You know the fancy uh, jewelry. Walk into the club would be the shot. That was our that was our lifestyle. Okay. Now fast forward thirty years ahead. Okay. In sort of the same attitude, but they want to be a gangster, not a gangster, a gangster. 
You know, yeah. Wonder Woman no, in now. We got guys. Yeah. Okay. We don't talk Romanes no more than Tinimata. We talk with a slang now. Okay. Yep. We got to understand yeah. they're Ebonics. Okay. Yep. And yep. the sideway baseball cap. We got to see the Tinimata Societe at these. Okay. Because they don't wear their pants above the hips. They wear them down to the knees now. Okay. Yep. And the muscle t shirts. And they walk with a limp. Okay. Because they think they're cool. That's why I blame the mothers and fathers. It's the mothers okay. and fathers. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree too. If me, I agree. Danny, I agree too. if any one of us would have walked like that back in the day, our fathers, oh, our grandfathers would have left us for dead. Yep. yep. They were yep. locked Robert. in the room and not let us see Romania for 30 years. If somebody I walked into walk a like crease that, one day. I walked into a crease in Los Angeles. I didn't shave. My father wanted to kill me for not shaving. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh, you know what? If somebody okay. was to walk, in, if somebody was to walk into a hall like that, I guarantee you, Trudinesa Savri, they were thrown out of that hall. You know? Could you uh, imagine going time. to a Puerto and going to a home and saying, "So my good jam, dog." <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. It's horrible. It, it, and, and, and I, I will agree with you guys. That's the mothers and fathers' faults. Yep. And I will agree with this lady who called in just now because she had a good point. There's too many hotheads in the Romania nowadays that don't like to uh, uh, sit and reason to, to listen. When, when I get a chance, I want to say something that's deep. Give me one second. This lady that... it's, been, it's been burning me up since three, four days now since I heard this news. And I said to myself, what is coming to the Romania? Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, Chaches, the Romania, we didn't have a disagreement, whether it was Pala Borian, Pala Romnia, <laughs> Pala Chavez. I, I could remember my father and my uncles going into a rampage with other families here back in the 60s and 70s. But God bless them because they, knew they how to still had the mentality, Daddy, to be home. It was a fist-to-fist fight, win, lose, or draw. And you know what? Two, three weeks later, they met at the hall and they had a couple of drinks after. Everything was bygones be bygones. No, but I'm just going to tell you this. Now, I'm going to just let me finish that. There would be a time to eat this never to happen. If I had a problem with somebody, all right, let's go outside and settle this. You know, win, lose, or draw, it's over with. We're going to fight. We're going to show the man bullshit, whatever, you know, and it's done. And like I said, maybe a month later down the low road, we're going to have a drink together and talk about it and laugh about it because no hard feelings. A fight is a fight. Well, All right? But in today's world, in today's society, I said this many a times before. The Shahen, like Robert said just now, Kalahen, gangs. And they think that they're tough? Hold on. You think you're tough with baseball bats? You think that's tough? To me, that's being a coward if you got to fight of with a baseball course. bat. To me, you think you're tough because you're pulling out a gun? No, you're a, excuse me, you're an effing coward. You don't, do you know what's a man? A man is, come on, let's go outside hand to hand. Yeah, either Maratu or That's being a tough, that's being a man. So all you young little boys that are 19, 18, 20, 21, <laughs> 22, 
Take your little weapons and shove them up your rear ends because to me you're a coward. That's well, a coward. You know what? If you're a man, hold on, Manny, hold on. If you're a man, fight with your hands. Call it a day. Be fair and square. And then I'll call you as a man for fighting for your rights. Yes, we have to fight for our rights. I understand that. But the weapons, think before because you could kill somebody. Guess what? The guy that murdered that poor little 19-year-old boy, whoever, two, three of them or whatever, Let's see how much you're going to be a man because you're doing penitentiary time. That's murder. He's going to have to run for his life. You're going to have a whole bunch of collagen, six foot seven, named Tyrone. Young little boys. Do you know something, guys? I'm going to go biblical here for a second. Do you know the Bible says, Michael, that God, God is the only one that can give life, and God is the only one that can take life. That's right. Okay. Now, when someone puts themselves in a position, you know what? They're going to have to forget the Dundaria. They, yeah, they'll serve, they can serve 20 years. They can serve the rest of their lives behind bars. But can I just the gun one Anglaudel? Of punishment, they see the Dell and Odell. Like I said, that's between them and God. But from what the Bible tells us, that we can have an understanding what type of judgment God's going to have. But the judgment that God's going to have on this person. Uh, guess what? Uh, it's it's. Uh, they think they're tough now. I'll let you see what happens. How tough they are. But I. But, well, but this, I is, this is how tough they are. You see, I'm gonna just give me one more second, please, guys. This is how tough they are. The guys that produced the murder on that poor little boy John, who's 19 years old. This is how tough they're gonna be five, six months from now. They're gonna be in that penitentiary time with the Mexican and the Calagan, and you know what they're gonna pray? They're gonna pray for that. Which already happened to John, they're going to pray that they died. Because it would be more easier than what they're going to face for the next 20 years in life, prison. But, Michael, I want to say something that you added earlier. You said, Robert, if it was at a wedding, wherever it was, do you know what, how you, what used to go on? When the fight started, that guy got his hit, that guy got his hit, and then for this is Woma Tebranin. Even though Roma got hit too, well, guess what? That's expected. They broke it up. But now you know what goes on today? And I heard this is not the first time. What goes on today? Maladum. Maladum, in a parking lot. They set it all up. So these two boys, these, these men can sit there and fight. And they got 20 to 30 guys sitting in the parking lot, Instagramming it, watching it, and not one tries to break up that. Not there one. you go. It's so stupid. Guys, give it a second right now. Give it a break for a minute. Hold on, guys. Michael, Danny, Larry, hold on. We got a caller on the line here right now. The two one three lady that just called from uh, two one three. Okay, yeah, I know you called in to say something. So go ahead, Sarkis Otoso. What do you want to say? Nice to mingle. Well, I'll tell you. Somebody said on the on the crease they shouldn't bola vukapukala. No. Now my mother is a Korea sarsat. Uh, there's no respect. That's why you got so many gangster boys, because at home, she took a vending, so she took a job. I didn't know. I just walked in. But anyways, the bottom line is, it's a tragedy. This was bad parenting skills. Yes, those ma'am. boys who did it, those boys who did it, they're going to have the rest of their life to think about it. Their sure. conscience is going to kick in. 
And, you know, mistakes do happen. Unfortunately, this was a tragedy mistake. But everyone is entitled to a mistake. How terrible it sounds, they're going to have the rest of their life, you know, to regret sure. it. Yes, they sure. will. Yes, they will. Yep. And it's sad. It's sad on all all points, on all parts, even for the parents of the of the accused. All right, because they got to watch yep. their children now. They got to see their children go behind bars, visit them through a yep. glass. Yep. Don't think it doesn't hurt them too. Okay, you know, Robert, the price. So I, have to, I have to say one thing, guys. But you know who it's sad for? I'll tell you, that little wife that's left behind. Yes, Those sir. Babies yes, that got to be Those raised children. up without their yes. father. You know, for yep. a tragic They're never going to know their father, yep. So no, that is. And that's why I say it's sad on all, po- all points, because you know what? Like this lady just said, bad parenting skills. And you know what? The parents yep. of these kids are probably regretting it right now. You know, maybe if I would have put more time, more effort with my child. You know, it hurts on all sides, guys. It hurts on all sides. Yeah, it's ugly all the way around. It's ugly all the way around. So, uh, caller? Robert, they were all friends. All of them. They're in that parking lot. We're all, we're all friends. This is from what I understand. Call it from 213. You got anything more you want to add to this? Because I got to go to another call. All right, everyone have a great evening. And um, I'm sorry about the family. Well, God bless you and thank you for calling in. And don't be a stranger. Call back all right, so let's bring them on right now. Let's go to a 747, another uh, California call, 747-201. 747, you're on. If you're calling from a 747 area code and your number starts with 201, you press 1 to come on the line. What do you want to say? Not very much. <laughs> All right, we'll try that. We'll try them again in a bit. All right, let's go to a 416-832. 416, you're on. Hey, Rick, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Robert. How you been? Doing good, doing good. How you feeling? Everything all right? Yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm back to you again. Glad to hear that. Rick, what do you got to say about the situation going on? First, I'd like to say uh, happy birthday to... Baby Abigail, God bless her, McLeod, the Pujol, Showbush. Thank you, my man. What I'd like to say is this, Robert. What Larry is saying is pretty much the true story. How I know, Robert, because my son was involved in this fight with Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, what happened was Jonathan got run over with his own car by accident by his stepsister's future husband, okay? The boy that was driving the car was going to run over my son, and by accident, he ran over Jonathan. You understand? Because Jonathan... Jonathan's future Sakura told him the day Palende I they dub. So the boy got in the car and he hit one other boy twice, but that other boy didn't get hurt. When he came back around this boy was making the car drift 
He was pulling up the e-brake on the car. You understand? And he was coming at least 30 to 40 miles an hour to run over my son. Because my son was one of the boys that was accused of something that started this fight. When the kid pulled up the e-brake, the car went the other way and hit Jonathan by accident with his own car. It was Jonathan's car that hit him. So it was Jonathan's, his uh, stepsister, future husband. You understand? Okay. What I'm saying here? Oh, oh you. Okay, a little shock. Uh, lost for words in that one. Well, All right, yeah, so... Uh, guys, you guys want to take this one? Because I got lost for... I, I literally got lost here on this uh, one. For, I, don't, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It was well, my, son, my son seen the whole thing because he was fighting with these people, and it was a bloodbath. Oh, there was baseball bats, and kids Richie. were getting busted... Would you specify that he was on Jonathan's side, which you told me the night before? He was Jonathan's friend? No, Jonathan was an innocent bystander. And like Larry said, all these kids were friends. They all was friends. Do you understand? Okay, you know what? Let's just bring it straight up. a bad little girl. Yeah, let's just bring it straight up. What was it all about? It started over a girl. A girl that the boys went out with, and one boy got jealous, you understand, and he wanted to beat up the other boys. So the other boys, they all had a fight. When the other boys got beat up, you understand, the step, Marie, I'm going to tell you who it was, Marie, Zarco, and Rosie's daughter. And her daughter is Savannah Greek. Okay, she's supposed to marry a little boy named Anthony Argentine. Okay, oh, so Anthony this is Argentine. Why... Anthony Argentine was trying to run over the kids that was went out with his future wife. You understand? He hit one little boy. The other boy was my son. He was going for. He missed my son and ran over Jonathan. By accident. And, and Jonathan, Jonathan is a sister, brother of this girl in question, basically. Okay, let me tell you how Jonathan rides at this. Jonathan is Teddy's son. And once out of the Teddy, let's go dot Sultanas. Okay, Teddy was married to Marie. Teddy passed away like a year ago. Yeah, I know, I know Okay, when Teddy passed away, Jonathan stood with Marie, and he was taking care of her. You understand? And she has a daughter named Savannah. That's how Teddy, that's how uh, Jonathan rides in this. And the little boy that ran over Jonathan was supposed to marry Marie's daughter. You understand? But I want to ask you a question, Ricky. So, Trahovada and Wosia on the Akhatino, am I correct? Yeah, Wosia on the Akhatino, I love to dance on the Argentine. 
Okay, now what now, I that hear is... Nicolas Argentine, Larry, short luck to Swato, is a 40-year-old man, and he's got a baseball bat beating up 19-year-old little kids. So those little 19-year-old kids took the baseball bat and started beating him up with it. When Marine see that her future Jean-Matro and her Jaramik got beat up, she told her Jean-Matro, they palende and they dop. The kid jumped into Jonathan's car, which was a Hyundai, and started burning out, making the car drift, skid. He turned it around. He hit one Shago, which is Giuliano, who is... Gadochana uh, Bob's son. Okay. Oh. The little boy. The little boy fell down. He was all right. Then the car came back again. It aimed for my son. My son ran around the truck and he missed him. The car came back again. Hit Giuliano once again. Knocked him down. When the car came back one more time, it came back at a very very high speed between 30 to 40 they say may even 50 miles an hour it was coming to kill my son my son moved out of the way the car the boy pulled the e-brake and the car went the other way and hit jonathan jonathan went up hit the hood hit the fender hit the ground jonathan wasn't dead he was still conscious the boy that was driving the car said Jonathan, I'm sorry, bro. Are you all right? I didn't mean to hit you. It's an accident. The kid didn't respond. Marie looked at uh, my son's father-in-law because she didn't know. She thought my son got hit. And she told him, ha, we got one of yours. And that man looked at her and told her, uh-uh, you got one of yours. You understand? Because her Jean-Matro ran over her stepson, and she started to freak out, and that's when it all happened. All right, so, uh, Ricky, I want to ask a question. But I got a few phone calls from people. I'm pretty sure everybody talked to everybody. So, Omar, Jonathan's family, once he ended good Korea, right? Yeah. So now, one Roden, Roma and the Argentine Korea. Am I right? Uh, they could be. I don't know because this is what I hear. This woman Marie was giving her daughter to these people, Kakalena Kantinoya, and Jonathan. That's his stepmother. So somebody's got to be looking for somebody. Well, Ricky, let me ask you. I want to ask you a question, Ricky. Where's where's two best words? Los Angeles or California? Or? No, I live in Toronto, Canada. But I was married a few times, Larry, and my ex-wife, I have a 19-year-old son with her. His name is Archie, and he's married, and he lives in Los Angeles. Let me ask you, do you associate with you? Do you deal with your son? Do you communicate with him? Of course I do, Larry. I'm going to give you some good advice, my friend. Uh, I would tell, if I were you... I would get my son out of Dodge right now. Yes, sir. Not right now, Larry. Not right now, because those people supposedly is on the run. My son didn't run nobody over. So after the investigation is over with, because my son is dealing with detective, yeah. 
Okay, they took swabs, they took fingerprints, and they asked my son, is your fingerprints going to be on those baseball bats? And my son said, hell yeah, because we were all beating each other up to get to those bats, and we all touched those bats. You understand? And he said, is your DNA going to be in the car? He said, no, because there's blood in the car. That uh, Gado Anthony Argentina, I guess it was his blood. And they checked already the prints on my son's truck. My son's got a Dodge truck with 20-inch ribs. When they went back to the, the scene of the crime, they checked the 20-inch tire and the Hyundai tire. It's 13-inch, 14-inch, and 20-inch. It didn't match up, and the pattern is totally different. So the judge told my son, you're right, Archie. This wasn't your truck that did this, they told him. And you didn't wash your truck. Your truck hasn't been washed in a couple of weeks. Usually people wash their trucks to clean the evidence, and there's no damage on your truck whatsoever. You understand? Usually when you run over somebody, there'll be some type of damage, a dent, you know, a mark, something busted. So there's a big, big investigation going on, Larry. You know, Ricky, Ricky, what I want to say, please, Ricky, please don't take this personally. What I want to say is one thing. You see that Pendantu, your son was involved, and other people, there was a bunch of boys, a 40, 50-year-old man, and Malado at the parking lots, the Marempes, this has to stop. Sure, it has to stop. But you see, Larry, let me tell you how this started. My son went to his Sakra's house to go eat food. And Gado Nick Argentine and Gado uh, Anthony Argentine and another boy, it might have been Jonathan, I'm not sure. I think, yeah, Jonathan was there. And they took the keys from my son's truck. And they surrounded him, and they wanted to fight with my son. And my son got up to get out of the house, and they told my son, if you move, we're going to bust your mouth. You understand? And that island will shout because he was outnumbered. Sure. So with my, my, my son's wife called to her father, and I and he walked in and pulled my son out of the house. And then after that, what he decided, and my son got his friends and said, who in mouths are you going to bust now? And he decided at the no parking lot. They didn't know that anybody was going to get killed. They thought it was just going to be a fight. And it was done. You understand? But Marie told the little boy to jump in the car and go run over everybody. But she didn't know that her stepson was going to get killed. That's a, that's so a, that's they have to pay the price. That's right. They all have to That means, you know what, I don't know who this woman is, but, and, well, you know, like I said, uh, you know what? I asked my son, Swatosa, you heard the woman say this? Swatosa come out of her mouth? And he said, yes, Dad. And I said, what did she say? And how did she say it? He said, she said it in Romanes. Jamatrea, de palende, I de dab. 
and the boy jumped in Jonathan's Hyundai, which is his own car, and started ramming little kids. Wow. And he hit Jonathan by accident. Well, That's the true story, guys. It's horrible. That's horrible. Like you said, Larry, they were all friends, and it did happen in a parking lot off of Pico and Crenshaw. I'll tell you what you I heard. I, I'll tell you what I heard, uh, Ricky. I heard when Jonathan, uh, no, no, when that trago, Anthony hit hit uh, Giuliano twice. Jonathan ran to Giuliano to see if he was okay, and then that's when that's the right. boy came back. You're right. Yeah, yeah that's you. You're one hundred percent right, Larry. Yeah. Because they're all Tom. friends. You understand? These are all eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old boys. But God, oh, Nick Argentine, that man's in his 40s. I will not help it. Zalaka Glate, young boys with baseball bats. Well, those little boys took the baseball bats and, and beat those two guys up with it. They didn't hit God, uh, oh, Jonathan with it. They beat Nick Argentine and his son up with it. That's when Marie got mad and said, De Palende, I de dop. Because she's seen her, Karamik and her future Jean Matro get beat up. And Yam okay. Police. Unbelievable. Unreal. Oh, guys, this is a sad case, you know. This is a yep. case. It is I a believe. sad thing, Larry. And I know Jonathan personally. Okay, because yeah, I hung out with Teddy, and I know those little kids. I see them all, and I know uh, I don't know that Anthony Argentine and that Nick guy, but I know Giuliano. And there's two, three other little kids back there that was that was at the fight, but they never had nothing to do with it. They were innocent bystanders just watching. They never got involved. Horrible. But the Jadadja still want those little boys' statement of what they saw. Oh, for sure. Even though they wasn't involved in the fight, you know? Sure. You know, this uh, this case, the Gondarenta, I'm pretty sure it's going to not be that fast over. You know, there's a, there's a lot of fingerprints. You know, again, now that I'm, I hear the story... And it still comes back to Ricky, and you know this for a fact, Rick. You've been in Toronto. You've seen it. A matter of fact, you've been in it. I've been in it many a times. When the Chauvin, us friends, different families, whether the Williamses, Butches, Mitchells, do you could ever recall in Toronto, Canada, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, Anybody using a baseball bat or any weapon, a car. When you've seen the fights on Yorkville, been in a fight on Yorkville, when we had our little problems here or there with other people, do you remember us using knives, guns, or bats, or was it man-to-man, fist-to-fist, and it was over the next day? Rick, I'm asking you. No, we've never used baseball bats, guns, knives, pipes, any type of weapons whatsoever. It was always a fist fight. And then, like you said, we were friends eating and drinking on Yorkville again. We used to laugh and joke and say, wow, that was pretty fun. At the same place where the fight started, yeah. 
to think real good. And that's the way it is. That's the way it should be. Yes, I do understand that's the way that we're it was long. supposed to be. Yes. We fight. You know we have a little thing back in the day. Me, myself, I'd rather walk away from a fight than to get into one for sure. But it's but over if you could talk your way we out fight. of it, why not? As a matter not? of fact, Rick, oh, I remember back times... back is up against the wall, you got to fight, you got to fight. You know, you but might I remember get a times, about the I remember times, listen to this, Larry, Danny, you got to listen. I remember my father fighting in a hall. What the fist-to-fist fights... And my father calling the the next the, the night the same night to and talk to one of the wives or the aunt or whatever and say is he okay uh, is he all right? Do you understand yeah. what I'm trying to tell you? Yes. Is, is he okay? Is he all right? Yeah, yeah. I remember these things. We yeah, used to get worried. I used to get worried the next day, and I used to find out through other people. Is is he all right? Is is he okay? Well, Do you understand, you know, Michael? You know, Michael, guys. There's an old saying, and I'm pretty sure everyone heard this saying before. I don't know her, and you say like you know the story pretty well, Ricky. I know the story, Larry, because my son called me two nights ago telling me the story. And I've been waiting for him to call. This all started over Labor Day weekend, and it went for five days till they ended up in that parking lot till Jonathan got killed, and that's when it stopped. So it started like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It stopped. Thursday, we heard about it. I've been hearing about Thursday. My family called me Saturday, told me my son is involved. My son called me Monday and told me the story, which is, what, two days ago. All I have to say is this one thing. You know what? Her stepson would have been alive today. That's all I have to say. That's right, Larry. That's bottom right. Line. You know, bottom line. Absolutely, Again. 100% correct. Again, you unfortunate. Are totally right. Horrible accident. Horrible, whatever you guys want to call it, it's tragedy. It is a young boy. A young boy lost his life for no good reason. Guys, of it being a mistake, a tragedy, someone has to pay for Jonathan's death. Nobody, and I'm telling you, my son, too, out of all these kids, nobody is cleared yet. You understand? They're all involved in it. My son told me already that I might be charged with conspiracy of murder, he told me. I don't know, he said. No, I'm pretty sure from what you say, your son will be all right. Yeah, no. When my son went to the detective and gave his statement, they told him, we don't care who went out with wood girl, wood fight, who hit who. We want to know who was the driver that ran over Jonathan. And my son told him it was Anthony Argentine, but the car was coming to run me over, and it missed me, and it hit Jonathan by accident. 
So the fact that y'all already know the whole situation, the only well, thing they got to do is finish their investigation and find out who's going to jail, and that's the end of it. Well, let me yeah. ask you guys something. Does anybody know? Is anybody arrested in custody now? From what I heard, from what my son told me two days ago, Robert, he said nobody. But two, this is two, three days now. There could be somebody arrested. I just okay, talked so. to my ex-wife. I called to talk to my to my son, and she told me my son was upstairs. Uh, taking a shower, and they'll call me later. So my son's not arrested. I know that. But those other little guys that hit him and that was involved, like John Marie, I heard they're on the run, Robert. And uh, I don't know. Well, I think two dozen. I'm going to give you some real quick advice, my friend. And I'm sorry, Robert, to interrupt you. But you know what? After all this is said and done, my friend, you need to get your son and you need to tell him yes, he better sir. find himself some new friends, some different yep. type of yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what, the, what the, Larry? Get your son some new friends, yeah? yeah. I think two justices I, need I to be done I feel bad, here. Larry, for the, for the little boy that got run over. But you know what I mean? These are dumb, stupid, crazy kids that don't think they have too much pride. You know, they're out hanging out. They're in California. Some of them could be on drugs, Larry. I don't know. Larry, I'm 3,000 miles away in a different country. I'm only going by what my son told me. And I told my son, Shava Nakohama. He swore on his mother. He swore on me. He swore on his wife and his little baby sister. That he was telling me the truth. I That he told me word for word. Larry, it was a 45-minute story. He told me. I just gave you guys a quick rundown. Because these kids met up four or five other times before the big fight happened. But it didn't happen. They chased cars. They even rammed each other a couple of times. Well, but where are the mothers and fathers of the rest of these children, sir? How come they didn't put a stop to it beforehand if this happened four or five times before? Good question. Well, these kids are loose, Danny. I, If I was there, come as But I didn't know that this was going on, Danny. I live in Toronto. I'm well, 3,000 miles away in another country. I've been hearing this story for a week. But I didn't know my son was involved. So, I mean, there had to be the other parents of the other children. Where were they? Did they only one Well, Jonathan's father passed away. Giuliano's father is China Bob. And the Argentine, his father's Nick Argentine. So, yes, there was a couple of parents around. I just want to clarify something, guys. Actually, Giuliano, China Bob, yeah, the steps now, but he should stand responsible for him. Yeah, yeah, but who's his real father? Uh, he's got Nick Pinocchio, son. Pinocchio Dolphin. Right. Oh, but I guess Bob, but you're not gonna have a father, so. 
Yeah, but Gaja Jalbay, they go to Bob, you know what I mean? Because we'll buy a Jalas. Yeah. Well, again, I'm going to try to say this again. I think I feel two justice should be done Gajikano justice, American justice, and Humano justice. Absolutely, Robert. I agree with you. And so ever Avella, Avella, because to me, they're all wrong, okay? I gave my son an earful, and I told him, you think you're in California and do some kind of low? I told him you were wrong. I told him for fighting and being there. He told me, Dad, I thought it was just going to be a fight. I didn't know that Jonathan was going to die. Well, you know what? In a fight, there's no guarantee nobody's not going to die. Anything could happen. That's right. Exactly. You're right about that. uh, This is why I said, guys, little boys, 19, 20, 18, don't use weapons. Be a man. Go out there fist to fist and call it a day. Avoid the fight if you can. Not even fist to fist. Well, I I will say that. I I will always say that. Like I said that, Daddy, I'll talk my way out of a fight before I fight now. But I'm telling you, if you got no choice, Shavali, be a real man. Do it the home on no way, because we're home. We're not Kalagan. We're not crepes. We're not bloods. We're home, Shavali. Yep. We don't yep. want to bury nobody. We don't want to take put blood upon our hands to say, well, we killed. We did something against God. We're not to take life. God gives life and takes life. It's not Amen. us. That's why the man, we got to pay consequences if there's somebody death. We pay the consequences by doing life in jail. So think before you kid, get a baseball bat. If you don't know how to fight, then don't fight. Well, Call 911 and say this guy wants to beat me yeah. up. Yeah, there you go. I just want to say something, guys. Because Danny said something. There was a 45, 50-year-old man there. You know what the right thing that 45, 50-year-old man should have said? He was supposed to stop. He should have cussed all those kids' mothers. And he should have said, now I'm calling the Dundaria. Everybody, now can I tell you? There you go, Larry. Right on. That's what I would have done. Yep. See? Yep. And all of it, you know, it would have been prevented. There was a couple of 40-year-old guys there. Not just one. There was a couple. That's Where was their brain? The Chen won. Where was his brain to get the phone and say, you know what, I'm calling the Dundaria. Yep. Especially if it happened several times before and it happened and started in the man's house. Let, let, let people come in my house who want to beat up whatever boys are in my house. And, and they get the keys, and I'm going to bust your mouth. Guess what? I'm calling 911. Hey, man, that's what I would do, Larry. If my son was in trouble and some shotgun team would be, guess what? I'm calling 911. I'm going to go outside, and I'm going to say, okay, boys, now you are in trouble. Let's see how tough you guys are now. See, that's what should have happened. That's what should have happened. It wasn't handled right. People died. Where was the responsibility of this older man? Because I look at it this way. When I have somebody's kids in my house, I'm responsible for those children. Yes, sir. That's oh. the way we all look at it. I'm in Swamipurani. Once it's a Nimata, they're wet behind the ears. They don't know. That's kids. right. That's right. I'm responsible you know for those little kids. Uh, so, you know how I see this? This is how I see this. And, Ricky, please don't take this offensive, my friend. Okay? 
Uh, well, no, this, Larry, this young, go ahead. They kiss what does young, This young little man that passed away, Jonathan, who, you know, he was an innocent bystander. Uh, he was there. He wasn't doing the fighting. But you know what? Uh, no, Larry, hold on a minute. Please. Oh, hold on a minute. He was not the innocent bystander because he was there in the first place. Right. So you know what? Well, yeah, but he lost his life, but maybe he's not all that innocent in the situation either. Well, watch this. You know what? Whoever was there had a part. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just exactly. I feel. Whoever was there had a part. I blame two people. I blame that Argentino man. I blame that Argentino man, Tenalo Tomato Suato. And I blame that Stokes woman. Well. I blame, you know, you know. let me tell you, these Drandaria, are, I'm pretty sure, the Manjana Gadala Drandaria, they can hold everyone there for a conspiracy yes. of murder. Yes, yes, that's good. right, Larry. You know, that's uh, right. That's uh, exactly what my son told me. And that was a 19-year-old boy that told me that. Jonathan's a 19-year-old little boy that had a lot of future. A lot of trial ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And no matter how you slice it or dice it, his life was taken. At, and it was not his time to go away from this world. He could have lived to 85, see great-grandchildren, yep. and yep. enjoy yep. a lot of life that God gave him. And somebody you know, somebody took that life, the authority of God, and took that life by doing what he did. You know, Robert? You know, Michael, I'm not upset at these kids, but you know why? These kids, they live in California. Not gangsters, less not thugs. But I'll tell you who I really hold responsible, the elders. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right, Larry. There you go. You see those older Roma that was in the 245, 50-year-old Roma? I hold them. I hold the me. I, I hold that's them. That's exactly what I think. That's it. That's and if exactly they don't like my opinion, then I don't know what to talk about. I'm going to argue with you on that one, Larry. If I was there, I I guarantee you, I don't know none of those children, but I guarantee you if I was there, that would have never happened. Yep. Whatever. They live to tell about it the next day. That's right. That's right. Well, let's jump topics real fast. We've got a few minutes left in the show. we got about 50 minutes left. All right. Okay, that's one unfortunate situation, but let's talk about what could have happened or what did happen in Phoenix. All right. Luckily, the guy who got shot in the stomach—I'm going to just say it straight out—it wasn't his time. All right, God spared him. Okay, and the boy that got beat up in Los Angeles by five guys that were set up. All right, what's going on in Romania with this situation? What? Is, where is this all coming from? What is this all about? Guys, there has Over. to be drugs involved. There has to be no. drugs. Do you think no. Kurva Smugo? No, Daddy, it's I'll over. Ahead, it's over women. It's over girls. And you know what? I'm going to say it straight out. To all these guys, before you guys stop to kill yourselves and go and fight and to do. If you're going out with a girl and you find out she's going out with your best friend, drop the bitch because she ain't no good. Okay, you know, don't go I'll kill tell yourself you. for her. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I think, Robert. What's going on here. And I, I, this is what I think. And this is not just Los Angeles. This is Vegas. This is Chicago. Mm-hmm. This is every city. You said the word a long time ago. Right. Right. 
Dernimati are just Chardo Kaidu Mechikayale, a Koloha. But what they don't right. understand, see, what they don't understand, the people who, they, who they're trying to be, the Dalla Godric gangsters, the Dalla thugs, they could never handle what those Rakhore, the Dalla real Koloha, what they handle in Hopia. Because they grew up in the hood, Larry, for real. They really grew up in the hood. They grew up amongst hard times. All right? Where they didn't grow up with silver spoons. Let me see what they do then. 10, 15, 20 years in prison. You know, when we were young, if we stepped on the line the slightest bit, we were slapped back in line one way or the other. Damn right. I love Chalta Pagani, that's let right. That now these, well, let me explain something to you guys real fast. They want to slap you back at the line. All yeah. right. These Kalohani is Mexicani that we're talking about. Hold on, guys. Give me a minute now. The guys that we're talking about, the Kalohani, the Mexicani, all right, they grew up in the ghetto. They grew up in poverty. Okay? They had nothing growing up. All right? And poverty, poverty, however you pronounce that word, Creates violence, Poverty. creates yep. uh, 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 robberies. Okay, they have right. no other way. Okay, in the Romania, we were not brought up that way. No one have that life. No, no, no. Okay, no. these are strikers, wannabes. All right, they really no. don't know ghetto life. They really don't know no, what no, it's no. like to grow up in hard times. No, they okay. don't. But delay, but delay it. Because what's the next thing, Robert? That's what the next thing we should expect. I tell Acello Del. There you go. There you go. That's the next thing that's going to happen. Come to Holo, to a wedding, to Slava, whatever the case may be. Come to Andrepi. It already happened. It's a couple of good in Fremont over a girl. The boy right. told him where he was going to be. John John Green's son came in with Gajay. They shot one footy in the neck, one foot over the arm. Are you serious? It happened already. That's right. In Fremont, Bay Area. You're, you're right, Rick. Yeah? yeah? And I know that little boy, too, that did that. And, and how old father, was this kid? I know that very well. How old was this kid? This kid was uh, maybe in his 20s, but somebody ran away with his wife, and he told, uh, if you think you're badass, I'm going to be at this funeral parlor because I got a lot of cousins. The kid walked in with Gaijay, with with a, a pistol, and they started firing. Yes. How long That's ago true. was this? This is about a little uh, over a year ago. Not too long ago. How long ago, Larry? About, what, five years ago? I was gonna say maybe 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 two maybe two. I, I I don't think it was that long, Ricky. I think it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Again, no yeah, parental Yeah, John Green's son. No, they, they call him John Green. No, and no, no, no more. Shot, uh, a Pudgy just passed away. Big G's daughter. What's the Argentina Right, Big G. No, Argentina, yeah. Okay, okay. The bear. All right, Danny, see what you're saying now? You said it's about bad, bad parenting, all right? Do you want to know something? This is where Avilo Swato, you know, maybe bring back the Pukala the old way, all right? And keep people away from that out of the Romania because they have no business being around the home. 
Well, that's why the first thing when I heard about all this, I said blackball. It needs Bokala or blackball needs to be on these people so they stay away from the rest of the Omania. You know, and it, if something needs to be done like that. Something where the Omania from coast to coast needs to get together. Yes, all right. Yes. Yes. You know, and, it and even be a blackball, it should be a Bokala. Exactly. Exactly. I can't go out there with the also with the baseball caps and the muscle shirts and tattoos. You know what? Draw them out. Draw them out. Get rid of them. How about draw them yes. out and then, and then reprimand their parents. Then it belongs to You know, That's what needs to be done. Thing. Robert, uh, remember the concert we had Johnny at the Johnny Ugly Concert Super Bowl? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How could I, I forget? A fight broke out, okay? There was a car seat on the table. Somebody tipped that car seat over. They didn't see if there was a baby in that car seat, but in the fight, no, they, didn't. they tipped it over. Okay, what would have happened if there was a little baby? I was right there. What would have happened if the baby was in that car seat? When I see the car seat blue, I thought, you never there's a baby in there. What would have happened? And it was all about girl, boyfriend, and girlfriend. That's all it was yep. about. Yep, so... You know, I would love just want to, because my father told me this, and I want to just explain in case there's some young people to hear this. You know, even if you have a girlfriend and she went out with another guy, it doesn't work to kill her or the guy. No. Because no, that no. girl you're going to do 20 years for, she don't word it like Robert said. And you're going to ruin it your life, and she's still going to be doing it. Exactly. No woman words for me to take life or kill myself or anything. What stays, stays. What goes, goes. If it was yours from the beginning, she wouldn't. And the right woman that you think, she would have never done that in the first place. And that's all there's to it. If your wife is innocent. No, but Danny, if your wife is innocent and she and then two Jeanne came out of nowhere and forced her into a bad situation, I could see that. But I cannot oh, yeah. see if your wife is going or your girlfriend with another guy. Forget about it. Yep. She don't work for you to do one yep. day in jail. Yep. No, not at all. Not at all. I would like to say uh, my little closing statement, Robert, if you don't mind. Go okay. right ahead. Uh, to all the young listeners out there that's listening right now, boys and girls, that's teenagers, let me tell you guys something. Don't act tough now. Make it, you know, to be a tough guy, to be a thug, to be a to to to, to, to be from West Side and to be straight out of Compton. Let me tell you why. Because the the things you're gonna do later on in life, when you grow old and become our age, and when you have children and grandchildren that are your age, all the crap that, your all the crap that you've done in your life, they're gonna follow. All the listeners right now, you know what you guys should do? Stop it. You guys can stop it. You guys got brains. Quit it. Don't do it. Don't do all this stuff that's going on. Pistolia, baseball bats, setting up people, car chases. Don't do it. Because one day, you're going to have babies. They're going to grow 18, 19. They're cello del smacones. And then your kids are going to see what you used to do. They're going to hear what you used to do, and they're going to follow they're suit. Gonna, yep, yep, you know? yep, yep. So you guys have a chance. Stop. Stop it. Be normal. You know, and I'm going to say what Larry just said. See what Larry just said? I want to send a message to the parents. When you see your kids getting out of hand like that, okay, 
trying to put your foot down. Okay, and explain to them the real meaning. You know, when you see your son with the gang signs, and you see your sons with the with the t-shirts and the tattoos, okay, doing all these things, time for you to start paying attention, right? You know what a real tough guy is? You want to know, Danny, uh, Larry, you know what a real tough guy is? Strongest guys I know. They get up every day and go out and take that uh, pulley or take that thing and go out and support their family. All right. Yep, and a guy that yep, goes out yep. and knocks on the door every day to go look for that car. Okay. That's a tough guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, right. That goes out in 110 the degree weather. the world straight on. That's right. You know, takes it on like a man. Comes home yep. and provides for his family. That's the strongest yep. guy I know. That's, That's a real hero man. right there. That's my That's hero. That's right. I'll That's tell right, you what I feel, you know, Robert. I, I I agree. I agree with you, Robert. But there's another flip side to the tough guy. Who's the tough guy? You know who's the tough guy who can actually use his common sense and think. Wait a minute. I got sons. Wait a minute. I got brothers. Wait a minute. I got bro- I I got children. Yep. You know what? I'm backing away. I gotta watch I what I do. I, don't I gotta no watch trouble. my chair. Yep. I don't want no trouble. I want to watch my name. I want to watch my uh, my uh, my police affairs. Those that'll warm some. That's right. Another tough guy, the guy who's going to slap his son silly, who sees him going out of line. And, you know, it's a hard thing to do to your child, but you got to do it to save him. Yep. Tough love. Tough love. Yeah, that's a tough guy. That's a tough, tough love guy. goes a long yes, way. Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. It may not make sense now, but in 20 years now, it makes all the sense in the world. Well, guys, oh, I just want to tell the young boys something. One more thing. I just got to say something. You know what? These kids that go to movies, play their computers, they're nerds at 19, 20, don't do drugs. That's used, the tough uh-huh. guys make fun of sometimes. Guess what? I found out something. And uh, my cousin David, who's a tough guy, told me the same thing. That's in style now because girls actually like those guys because they know how to respect and they know how to do good things and good deeds. It's the nerds that got the style and they're taking over. And they're having the real girlfriends. I want to say a quick story. I want to tell you guys a quick story. And Robert, you know it, Michael, most everybody on this story. It's been like almost 45 days now. My daughter, Ashley. My 17-year-old, Voices Bibita. She's the last kid I had that wasn't married. Voices Tomime to someone else. Basically, almost the same story like Jonathan's situation. And I don't travel in Ashadala. People don't want to put you in Oprah. They don't want to bring my daughter. I had a four-hour surgery, never even brought my daughter. She calls every four or five days. I talk to my, I got three, I got two big, three big sons, because my dromotro is like my son. And between all three of them, you're talking, they're big guys. One's 300 pounds, one's 450, the other guy's 400 pounds, six foot tall. Monsters, killers. Man's about five foot two, his son is about five foot. So there is no fight. But you know, on the Soro, Maro, God dripping in me. And I thought about it. And I said, wait a minute. You know what? My boys, Christopher, the Dadu, Big Mike. You know what? I meant the Mekasle. And the devil she was. So we're going to leave well, this issue in God's here, hands. Here's what, what you I do, do, Watch. Hold on, Danny. Because watch. What we do to him, amen come pochinas. Amen try pandavias. And then it's not worth it. Amen yekadalende. 
then men will say, no, so I'll do it. God's going to have to ask me. And it's on the red. And it's on the red. You know what, guys? That's it. You know what? I want to stream the show for another extra 10 more minutes because we got some people that's calling in. They want to call, come in and talk about the situation. Uh, what so, I was going to say, shoot it all gonna, it's been done. It's been done. All right. All right. What I want to say is, guys, give me a minute here. For everybody listening on your computers right now, from your smartphones, we're going to lose you guys in about a minute and a half. Uh, If you want to get back and listen to the show, call in at 323-642-1083. You can hear the rest of the the next 10 minutes of the show. Uh, If not, thank you for listening. God bless you guys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in with us. It's always a pleasure having you guys. And we'll back. We will be back next Wednesday night, nine o'clock. New topic, new show. Hopefully, Old School Lady will be joining us next week. We'll see what happens if we can find him somewhere in the world. I hope it's a little more pleasant topic next week. Yeah. You know what, Danny? Oh, by the, the way, topic... it's nine o'clock uh, West Coast, eleven Central, and twelve p.m. East Coast. I mean, twelve midnight East Coast. And for That's the callers, right. you could press one that wants to speak now. Yeah, anyone who wants to call and come, uh, come on and talk, uh, press 1. We're going to stream live for another 10 more minutes. Uh, for the people that are on the phone lines right now, you guys stay on the phone. You guys will be listening. You, can, you guys can hear the show. But for those that uh, are listening on your computers or your smartphones, we're going to be losing you in about uh, 20 seconds. So, again, thank you guys for listening to the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. God bless. And stay tuned for next week. And, Danny, I know it's a heavy topic, but it's a real topic. These are two real issues I that understand. went on oh, in I the understand. last week. And you know what? We can't be ostriches and hide our head in the sand to these. Yeah, no, no, no. You guys, Dick, it's a good thing that you guys are brave enough to do this show and, you know, put this out to the public. I you know, the reason why, Danny, I'm going to tell you why, for the young people and even the young parents yes. to hear yes. what's going on, yes. how the Romania is becoming like Gage and Calagin, Mexicali gang members, whatever. But we're trying to fix it. We care. Yes. We care yes. what's going on in today's society in the Romania. That's right. And we're trying to fix it somehow, even if we mention it on this station. We don't like doing this. We do not love the. No, we no, hate it. We hate the idea of a 19-year-old boy that's no longer in this world, yes, Shavali. Yes, yes, God. Well, guys, hold your comments, guys. Emotional. Hold your thoughts. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to some calls right now. People are pressing one to come on. Let's go to Maryland area code, Baltimore, 301. Let's bring 301 on. Hello? 301, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, so y'all. I'm the It's so good what you guys are saying. Uh, the only thing I could say is the Jikaliski Shesu. The Mongolia Polykramestija with the Mudajal Exogeny Palayek Shay. One person like his family. If she wants to come and see them, she'll come and see them. That's the last thing I remember her shaving to Mudajwas Palayek Shay. I understand this Kishis, I give you an elective. But, you know, it goes to show sometimes, Kishis are always Kavriski Sera. Yeah, I'm going to tell you that 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 I'm going to
नए बोखाली नए शुजिनी नए मर्दी नए हुतुई में Yes, I know. You're Mr. Bobby Boucher, a gentleman yes, and a half. It's nice to have you on this radio station. I like your guys' show so far. Well, what do you think of what we were talking about tonight, about uh, Dilimoska's opening in Romania? What do you have to say about that? Well, I was off the line because I had some problems. Yeah, I mean, they got down to a photo. Panadolo Pasture Kanguri. He's shutting down the church, and they have some oh. kind of meeting, and my boys are involved, and a lot of chaos going on. You mind if I ask you, Roma, which, uh, which church? How photo something? College Park, Maryland. Okay. He's not with anybody. He's independent. I've been with Kodak Kangari. The boys are attending. They give him 50,000, 60,000. They give him He's only been here for a year. I don't think he's ready for a building. You know, it's a lot of money. Everybody here is hard workers. So, you know, it's not that easy to put up that kind of money. It's a blessed building. Like she has $2,000 a month. She can I, say keep that, I say keep the building and let church run. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is the second third time he did this already. He was, he's anxious to get a building. It's pride. Because other people got buildings, he wants a building too. So, you know... A lot of times the penultimate ex-mother gentleman. You know, or they'll talk about Moussa's mother guy. I put me on my news to pay this. So Moussa tell a curse to cut her book, I told the war. This they call the Congari. I never told us or they'll tell Congari. So you got to be careful of these things, you know? Very true.
That's the main mm. thing. Very true. Very true. But God bless him anyways. You know what? Well, I guess he's trying to do the best he can, and whatever turns out, turns out. So, Mabulo Del, Tolo Del, that's all. Yes. So, that's right. I want to thank you for calling in. God bless you. Don't be a stranger to the show. Keep in touch. We're here every Wednesday night. All right. God bless, brother. Thank you for calling. God bless you. All right, guys. Let's go to another 747 area code. 747201. 747, you're on. Didn't you try this 747 earlier? Uh, I think it's a different one. Okay, oh. seven four seven two zero one. Maybe the phone's on mute. Press the mute button. Yeah, take the mute, mute button off. I'll give you the five second rule. One, two, three, four, four and a half, <laughs> four seventy five. No four and a half. No. Okay, you're done. You're done. All right, guys. We had our show for tonight. Uh, we got uh, a few more minutes left to the show before we uh, say our good nights. I'm going to start off with Danny. Danny, you want to say good night to anybody? Uh, I just want to thank you guys for doing the show. Well, we want to thank you guys for calling in. That's the most important thing. Yes, thank everyone who called in. God bless you all. God bless you. Thanks for uh, being a host with us tonight, Danny. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Larry, what do you got to say to everybody? First of all, I want to say again, happy birthday to baby Abigail, and I want to thank God for the blessing and for the miracle in that family. Um, and I want to say to you, dear men of Del, Jala, Pendamamen, what is so wrong? I said, Pendamamen, Krishna, what he cost it to be, dear men of Del. But we pray and we hope that things are going to change in the Marihomania. And for people, start raising and watching your children better. That's all we can say. And uh, I enjoyed the show. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be a host. And thank you for being with us, Larry. Wait for next week. Uh, thank you for, for that, Michael. You know, we were talking about a real tough man, and I thought about it. Robert was right about going somehow, some way, giving everything they have to put food on their table and dress their kids. That is tough. <laughs> 